How would you describe a devout Catholic? What personal qualities, in your opinion, does a devout Catholic possess? Well, I'm no, not sure how you would answer that question, my brothers and sisters, but I can tell you with almost absolute certitude how most of the people in the mainstream media would answer them. To most of the men and women who report the news in this country in 2016, devout Catholics have the following qualities. Quality number one, they say they're Catholic. They have baptismal certificates to prove it, maybe even First Communion and Confirmation certificates as well. Although many of them would have trouble getting sponsor certificates for themselves since they don't go to Mass every Sunday and Holy Day. Quality number two, they are devoted followers of Pope Francis. Well, not the real Francis in Rome, but rather the imaginary Pope Francis that people in the liberal media have created, the Francis who parrots their liberal views. Quality number three, they are pro-planned parenthood and pro-abortion. Although such quote-unquote devout Catholics will usually not call themselves those things, they'll insist that they are simply pro-woman and pro-choice, always refusing to identify exactly what the choice is that they are for. Quality number four, they are for saving the environment, which is a very good thing. Unfortunately, however, they're not normally as interested in saving the lives of unborn babies. Quality number five, they are against people, especially their fellow Christians, who want to follow their consciences when their consciences are telling them to obey a God-given law which contradicts a civil law. But if the consciences of those people are telling them to disobey God in some way, these devout Catholics are all for that. Quality number six, they are for freedom. If you're talking about the freedom to violate one of the Ten Commandments, especially the sixth, which has to do, of course, with sexual morality. But amazingly, these same devout believers will turn against freedom when the subject is religion, more specifically when the subject is Christianity. Quality number seven, they describe themselves as non-judgmental, although they judge their fellow Christians all the time. Quality number eight, they call themselves open-minded, although their minds are closed to the truth about a lot of things. And quality number nine, finally, they claim to love everybody, although many of their fellow Catholics don't feel a lot of love for, from them. Please keep all this in mind the next time you hear somebody called a devout Catholic, or better yet, a Pope Francis Catholic, by a reporter in the secular media. Nine out of ten times, this is the kind of person the reporter is talking about.
which is why I often say that to the majority of the men and women in the secular media today, the only good Catholic is a bad Catholic. When Jesus said, I have come to light a fire on the earth, this is not what he meant. When he said, I have come to light a fire on the earth, this is not the kind of discipleship he was talking about, although he certainly foresaw it. He foresaw it because right after he made this statement about coming to light a fire on the earth, he added, how I wish it were already blazing. Is it blazing in us? That's the question for the day. Is it blazing in us? How convinced are we that the gospel of Jesus Christ is the cure for what ails the world? That's another way to ask the same question. If we are truly convinced that Jesus Christ is the answer to what's wrong with the world, then we will be passionate about living our faith in a radical way, like the real Pope Francis tells us to, even if some people don't appreciate our efforts. And you can be absolutely certain that there are some men and women out there who will not appreciate our efforts at all. Jesus says as much in this Gospel reading, indicating that we shouldn't even be surprised if the opposition comes from members of our own families. The image that came to my mind this week as I prayed about all this was the image of a furnace. That's the kind of fire that the Lord wants to find burning inside of us, the kind of fire that you find in a furnace. In most homes, as you know, the furnace is located down in the basement. That means very few people who come into the house actually see it. I've been in the homes of many of you. I don't think I've seen three furnaces in all my years at St. Pius. But the effects of that furnace are felt throughout the entire house, throughout the entire building. That's the way it's supposed to be with our Catholic faith. We're not supposed to be boisterous about it. We're not supposed to ram it down other people's throats. Rather, it's supposed to burn in our hearts, in the hidden recesses of our soul, and then affect everything in our life. And I mean everything. As a furnace will make a house warm, so the truth and love of the gospel burning inside of us are supposed to guide everything in our life. Everything from how we treat other people to our politics. The author of the letter to the Hebrews obviously believed this when he wrote the words we heard in our second reading. There he said to us today, Let us rid ourselves of every burden and sin that clings to us and persevere in running the race that lies before us while keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the leader and the perfecter of our faith. That's just another way of saying, let Jesus and the love and the truth of his gospel guide and influence every aspect of your life. This is the challenge that faces all of us as professed disciples of Jesus Christ. The challenge to be devout Catholics in the true sense of that term by striving every day to live for Jesus, to be obedient to his word, to, obe to be obedient to his church. 
On that note, I read a great article online this past week. The article was about two athletes who've made big headlines in recent days because of their gold medal performances at the Olympics down in Rio. Gymnast Simone Biles and swimmer Katie Ledecky. The article, which not surprisingly came from a Catholic news source, focused on the fact that both of these young women are practicing Catholics who take their faith pretty seriously. Their faith plays a very powerful role in their lives and they're quite open about it. Katie Ledecky was quoted as saying, my Catholic faith is very important to me. It always has been and it always will be. It is part of who I am and I feel comfortable practicing my faith. It helps me put things in perspective. She also mentioned that she says a Hail Mary before every race. While Simone Biles talked about her devotion to Saint Sebastian, who happens to be the patron saint of athletes. All I can say is, after watching these two women perform in the last seven days, the Blessed Mother and Saint Sebastian have been doing a good job. <laughs> Must have been praying really hard for these women, because their performances were nothing short of spectacular. Now my prayer is that these women will continue to keep Jesus and their Catholicism at the center of their lives in the future. In the midst of all the fame and all the acclaim that they're sure to experience when they come home to the United States in a few days. If they can do that, if they can continue to live as devout Catholics, devout not in the eyes of the mainstream media, but rather devout in the eyes of God. If they can do that, then they will be able to have a positive influence on others, especially, I dare say, on young athletes. And in their own way, they will help Jesus to light a fire on the earth. A fire of faith, a fire of hope, a fire of charity which is the same kind of influence that Jesus Christ wants to have on other people in this world through you and through me. And he will if we let him. <laughs>